Hello, this is Nigda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 1st of October. The number of deaths in Uttar Pradesh and Bihar floods has risen to 151 as the weather department forecasts more rain and thunder showers in the coming days. At least 111 people have died in UP since last week, while 40 deaths have been reported from Bihar. According to the Met Department, India received the highest rainfall in 25 years this year. The monsoon season is predicted to end around October 10th. UP State Relief Commissioner G.S. Priyadarshi said almost 300 homes have been damaged due to heavy rains. The UP government is in contact with the weather department and district officials to bring relief to people in waterlogged areas. More than 4,000 people, including women and children, were rescued from flood-affected areas of Patna yesterday. Five teams with about 45 personnel each have been assigned to carry out rescue and relief work in the city. Yesterday, Indian Air Force helicopters were seen airdropping food and other relief material to people living in low-lying areas where water is said to have reached several feet. In the middle of all this, pictures of an NIFT student in Patna wearing a red gown posing half-submerged in water have gone viral on social media. Apparently, she was doing a photoshoot to create awareness about the floods. Obviously, the pictures have sparked an outrage with people calling her insensitive, etc, etc. Leave her alone, people. Clearly, the poor girl was bored. An all-party delegation from Kerala, led by Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan, is meeting union ministers in Delhi today. They are seeking the centre's intervention in allowing transport vehicles to pass through the Bandipur National Park 24-7. The movement of traffic through the Tiger Reserve is forbidden from 9pm to 6am. The ban intended to reduce disturbance to wildlife is making life difficult for lakhs of people in Kerala and Karnataka. Meanwhile, the hunger strike against the night traffic ban entered its seventh day today. Wayanad MP Rahul Gandhi is supposed to discuss the matter with the Kerala Chief Minister at Kerala House in New Delhi today. The Hill District witnessed a flurry of protests and demonstrations with many organisations and people from various walks of life taking out rallies from various parts of the district. The Supreme Court has granted the centre four weeks to file response to petitions challenging the revocation of Jammu and Kashmir's special status. The next hearing by the five-judge constitutional bench is scheduled for November 14th. On Monday, the Apex Court had postponed the hearings by a day and said that the three-judge bench headed by Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi did not have time to hear the pleas. This was because the court was busy with the ongoing Ayodhya dispute hearings. Priorities, people. The pleas have challenged the communication blockade in the state, the alleged illegal detention of children and the impact of restrictions on healthcare. Meanwhile, at an event in Ahmedabad yesterday, Home Minister Amit Shah praised the Prime Minister for scrapping Kashmir's special status. He said it was a true tribute to 35,000 soldiers who lost their lives in the region. He said it was time to bring permanent peace to Kashmir Valley so that the soldiers can enjoy its scenic views instead of putting their lives in danger. What I'm wondering, Mr. Shah, is that if you do manage to bring true and everlasting peace to Kashmir, why would the soldiers still be there? Law colleges in India have joined hands to extend legal aid to those excluded from the NRC in Assam. Professor J.S. Patil, Vice-Chancellor of National Law University and Judicial Academy Assam, said, and I quote, This is a historically unprecedented collaboration among law schools in India, and we believe this is necessary to ensure that no one is deprived of his or her right to legal representation. Unquote. 
Pariche, a legal clinic launched in collaboration with law schools in India, will function as a clearinghouse of litigation and research assistance for lawyers filing appeals against exclusion from the NRC. The collaborating institutions include National Law University and Judicial Academy of Assam, West Bengal National University of Juridical Science, Kolkata, Nalsar Hyderabad, National Law University, Delhi, and National Law University of Orisha. Pariche will be headquartered in Guwahati and will work with teams of student volunteers from across the country. Students will be selected through a selection process to constitute a core team and a pool of volunteers for research and drafting. It is being supported by the collaborating law schools from within their legal aid budgets. Today, President Xi Jinping will preside over massive festivities in Beijing to commemorate the founding of the People's Republic of China. A military parade of 15,000 soldiers and sailors, 160 aircrafts and 580 tanks and other weapons will roll through Tiananmen Square. The display is meant to show how far the Communist Party has come since it took power. Its first parade was said to include 17 planes that flew by multiple times to make its forces seem bigger. Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, where it is also a public holiday, workers and students are expected to hold anti-government protests to draw the world's attention away from the mainland. The city is in lockdown mode as it prepares for what could be an escalation of protests. The annual fireworks display has been cancelled and the morning flag raising ceremony no longer has a public viewing area. News reports suggest that the police will be deploying as many as 6000 officers and that China has quietly doubled its military presence in the city. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Don't miss Anumeha's ground report from Kashmir where she talks to the families of young men and even minor boys who have allegedly been taken into preventive detention and often tortured. We at News Laundry want to bring you details of ownership patterns in big news houses so you know where your news is coming from. To help us dig deep into the business of news in India, we need your support. Contribute to News Laundry Sena's Who Owns Your Media project. Go to www.newslaundry.com/sena and find the Who Owns Your Media project. Select your News Laundry Sena membership level and click on Add, and then proceed to payment. If you face any issues while paying on the website, you can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me/newslaundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Thursday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 